Is Bitcoin coming back to life? Or is this week's upward swing another false start? While there's big news coming from Coinbase, regulators, and Wall Street, it seems there's many bullish predictions coming from big players. Hopefully, your portfolio is feeling happy today as we delve into this week's news and views from the crypto world. We'll also announce this week's winner, who will receive two tickets to World Crypticon in Las Vegas. It's bad news, but in a good way, for episode number 160 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. news gone wild all your latest news but without clothes <laughs> i'm dressed are you dressed completely naked during this podcast this is so liberating in the early days of the internets there was a naked news right that had women oh, that, that was yeah awesome. I, I don't know if that still exists or not. I mean, I know naked women still exist. I just don't know if they do the news and put it on the internet. Yeah, that was awesome. They're telling you the news while they're taking off the clothes. I mean, like, wh- when has news ever been that sexy? Well, and some the of them, news. Some, of them, some of them had fake boobs. So it was the fake boob in news. So it was. Uh, <laughs> so it's fake news. <laughs> fake boobs. Good stuff. Well, we're starting off great here. <laughs> yeah, we're we're on a roll here. It's the Bad off Crypto the Podcast, again. the uh, show for the crypto curious, serious, and ridiculous. I'm Joel Com. He's Travis Wright, and we, as always, are happy to be here. And we're rarely wrong. Well, that's not true. We are wrong often. We are often wrong. We're yeah, because we're not financial advisors. We're not. We haven't told that. We haven't mentioned that in a while. We are not financial advisors. We are just two dudes talking crypto. And we have opinions. And this right here actually is facts. We don't really have a whole lot of opinions in this one. This is us talking about the news, about what's happened in the last week. Last week, we actually did not have a bad news episode because we were in Denver have, celebrating our one uh, year anniversary, which was awesome. All the great people came to that event. And that was awesome. And um, yes, yeah, so we're doing bad news this week. And you know what else is awesome, Mr. Jolcom? What's awesome? New Alchemy. Our sponsor. They are awesome. They are awesome. So if you are someone who is building a blockchain company or you're planning an ICO, if that is so, then uh, New Alchemy, uh, they can help with a wide range of ICO services and blockchain solutions. And very handy, they can provide end-to-end services, including business strategy. They can help develop smart contracts. They manage the project, token design, marketing services. I think they do some community stuff too. So New Alchemy has led innovation for more than seven years and $2.7 billion have been raised through their tokenization project. So check them out, newalchemy.io. There's uh, there's an app that um, that you and I have both tried out. Uh, yes, yeah, we actually, talked about this one before. This is awesome. Yeah, CoinSeed. Uh, this I have it on my iOS. I think it's available for both Android and uh, and iOS. Uh, but this is a pretty cool app that lets you take your spare change and put it in crypto. So basically, you kind of link up your debit or your credit card, and it rounds up. To, you know, you tell it either round up to the nearest dollar or you could fund it with a couple extra dollars or whatever. And and you create your own crypto portfolio. You pick which cryptos. So I did that with my card and it's rounding up and putting equal amounts into Zcash and Monero. 
and it's it's just auto investing. It's uh, it's cool. Yeah. So every time that you make a purchase, and maybe your purchase is like thirty seven oh three, well then it will take that ninety seven cents and round it up, and then put that ninety seven cents in your crypto portfolio. I guess are they buying it daily? Is it? I think it's really well, cool. I think it's 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 a great idea. It's kind of like Acorn. I think Acorn does that for investing. Yeah. This right here is like Acorn for crypto, which is a great idea. It's it's it hits a certain threshold. Once it hits, um, you know, like five or ten, whatever you set the threshold to, then it goes ahead and it, it does, you know, transfers it all and bills it. And you could try the app. It's free for the first month. And the link to go get it is badcode.in forward slash coin seed, C-O-I-N-S-E-E-D. So go download it and give it a try. It's a way to invest um, painlessly. It's like you won't even know you're buying crypto because it's in such small amounts at a time. But, you know, small amounts add up. They do. And there's actually a community aspect to it as well. So you can learn from the other users there. You can literally copy someone else's investment strategy and, and for the trading, which is great. And you can add your friends. Like I could see, hey, what's Mr. Joel Com trading? Or follow some of the top rated traders that are on the platform there on Coinseed. Badco.in forward slash Coinseed. And now let's get to the news. Boom. Bitcoin. If you've been paying attention this week, this has been happy. This has been a happy week when Bitcoin has popped up over 20% in the last week. And wow. Uh, right now, Bitcoin, as we are recording this, is what is it? What is the exact number at this exact moment in time? Uh, 8261. Uh, 82.58 and 34 cents is what I'm seeing with a uh, let's see, the market cap is 140, almost 142 billion overall crypto market cap, just over 300 billion, 302 billion. And Bitcoin dominance is almost 47 percent again. You know what? I mean, when we had that big run back in January, it got down to like 30 percent. There was some really big cryptos that had gone on a run. And so Mark, yeah, as Joel mentioned, market cap $142 billion. Ethereum sitting at $48 billion. Ripple is at $18 billion. Uh, Bitcoin Cash, $14 billion. EOS, about $8 billion. There's the top five. Stellar, which we're big fans of, $6.5 billion. Litecoin, $5 billion. So there's the top seven as we stand right now. And there's been some pretty decent movement over the last seven days. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's it's nice to see. Um, I think Bitcoin has outperformed most of the alts, which is why the dominance is so high. But except Stellar, oh my God, Stellar's taken off. Yeah. Lumen's like it had a big pop. It got down to nineteen cents, and now right now it's sitting at almost thirty five cents. Yep. in like a week. That is very true. It's nice to see. It, it feels good, and you know, of course, whenever there's a run like this, you could expect to see some pullback. Um, and, and in this episode, we're going to talk a lot about some of the things that are happening in the news that might give an indicator of why this is happening and what some of the predictions are. So let's just jump in because the the headline for the show is a big week for Coinbase, and there are a number of stories that would lend themselves to believe that um, Coinbase is quite bullish on uh, where cryptos are going. The uh, the very first 
piece of news is Coinbase reportedly secures a $20 billion hedge fund through their new prime brokerage service. And they launched this Coinbase Custody is a digital assets custodian solution for big, large institutional investors. They launched that in early July. So and apparently this new uh, deal that they created, this, this uh, Coinbase Custody, that is in compliance with the uh, United States SEC, Mr. Jolcom. Well, and this is going to get the attention of the SEC because, you know, the question is, is there a conflict? Coinbase is running a coin exchange. This is uh, Robert Hockett, a professor of law at Cornell, uh, was addressing this. He says that this is reminiscent of the same types of concerns that the, the SEC found when securities firms have attempted to combine these two roles. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, they're going after uh, more hedge funds as well. And I think, you know, as long as they tread carefully, this could be really good news for Coinbase. Yeah, and also they had mentioned, it's at the bottom of this article, it talks about how um, they've received, how Coinbase has received permission from the SEC to list tokens that are considered as securities for trading. And so now they've gotten that, man. And then there was a rumor that popped out uh, from, no, actually it was a blog post from Coinbase a couple of weeks ago where they were talking about how they are looking into five coins to add. They mentioned, Cardano, Stellar Lumens, Zcash, um, and they listed a couple other ones. Do you remember what the other uh, two were? Was one of them uh, the Ethereum? Um, Ethereum Classic. Yeah, classic. Maybe? I think it was. I think it was Classic. Yeah, there's five. There was five coins that they are looking into adding to their platform that they're viewing, and they had also mentioned earlier that. Uh, Ethereum Classic is going to pop in there as well, and there's one. There's one more, but I don't remember off the top. Well, you know, they, they've also this. OX, 0X. That's right. Now, they've also retracted this announcement that says they've received regulatory, regulatory approval to list coins that are considered as securities. I guess uh, they put a statement out there, and now they're kind of rolling it back a little bit and saying that it's not received regulatory endorsement yet. I'm not exactly sure why they put that out there when they weren't certain. Maybe somebody in the, the – Pub, uh, publicity department is, uh, you know, going to have some explaining to do. Yeah, they made some um, acquisitions last month of a Keystone Capital Corp, a Venovate Marketplace, and Digital Wealth were three sort of acquisitions, I guess. I guess maybe that's one organization. I'm not sure. But um, and so then they said that we can now operate as a broker dealer and offer these digital tokens that were considered to be securities. And then I guess, yeah, it looks like that they've since reversed that statement. So not true. Yep, fake, got news, links, fake news, Mr. Jolcom. Links to a number of these stories here from Cointelegraph in the uh, in the show notes. But this one on a, a different tack here on Coinbase is that they are now announcing that you can spend your Coinbase crypto with e-gift cards. If you're a Coinbase customer in the EU or Australia, you could spend your crypto balances on e-gift cards. And it, it, that makes them the first trading platform to offer direct withdrawals into e-gift cards. So you can basically, uh, they've partnered with WeGift. And so you could spend money from these e-gift cards with Nike, Tesco, Uber, Google Play, Ticketmaster, and a bunch more. And uh, it's with zero fees. Wow, zero fees. 
Uh, and there's Ticketmaster in there. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some fees when dealing with Ticketmaster, but uh, not from Coinbase. That is interesting. I mean, what a great way to convert Bitcoin into Uber credits or transfer some of your Ether into a Nike shopping spree or get yourself some own custom custom shoes made or, you know, it's, it's awesome. Or like buy tickets to go see a concert, you know. I mean, this is really cool. So that's that's a really great play because – a lot of these retailers don't accept crypto yet, so this is a nice little way. Do a gift card. I mean, this could be all your Christmas shopping in one place. Just buy some gift cards for all your family with your cryptos. Yeah, so this Coinbase thing on launching their own political action committee is interesting because there's been all these conversations this past week or so in Congress about crypto again and how they should regulate it and whatnot. And so they've realized that they should probably create their own uh, political action committee. That way they can use their big crypto gains to pay off politicians so they can get favorable laws. That's kind of what a pack <laughs> is, right? Wait, does that happen? Does that act? That doesn't happen. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Basically, you can, these really rich companies pay politicians a whole bunch of money. And then what they want to pass miraculously happens. They turn into bills. It's great. I, I guess what I meant to say is it doesn't not happen. Speaking of political, you picked up on the story here that the um, there was a, a hearing on the topic of cryptos in the U.S. Congress. And there's a U.S. representative. Uh, his name is Brad Sherman. Where is he from? Where's Mr. Sherman from? Yeah, so um, California Democratic Congressman, uh, what's his name? Sherman, Brad Sherman, U.S. representative. He basically, they Congress, this on this past Wednesday, they had a, uh, a back-to-back hearings on cryptocurrencies. And there's some, there's some great links out there about those on Coindesk. And uh, Sherman, he basically was calling for a blanket on all buying or mining cryptocurrencies. They were basically calling for like a Chinese type of ban. Mm -hmm. And then Twitter just went off on him and they were like, uh, your comments and questions asked at yesterday's committee hearing about Bitcoin and crypto were surprisingly ill-informed and laughable. Hashtag tech is scary. Hashtag innovation is bad. And then another guy says, Wow, just wow at Sherman. It doesn't matter if you're pro-Bitcoin, XRP, ETH, or whatever. I'm pretty sure everyone can agree this guy has zero clue about this new asset class. He literally said the current system has no issues and crypto is only for criminals. Yeah, uh, and by no issues, I mean the, the $60 billion in U.S. dollars that are being laundered each year is that the no issues that he's referring to uh marius tweeted him you realize over us uh, 7.6 trillion us dollars have been used for wars in the last 10 years so don't tell me cryptos are bad uh, yeah this guy obviously has absolutely no clue got taken to task and uh, maybe crypto uh california voters this one here uh, his name is two satoshi says i'm a california voter he just lost my vote yeah. And you know what? It's really interesting. I mean, we saw the kind of question. If anybody watched the Mark Zuckerberg Congress hearings and you heard the kind of ridiculous questions that these congressmen were, were asking, like it's literally like they have no clue about technology. And they're like, oh, so, well, well, what do you do, Facebook? Are you just like selling all my messages, all my messages? Or how do you guys even make money? And Zuckerberg's like, uh, we have advertising congressmen like. Wow, did he not did their did their interns or their staffers not like 
You know, did I not prime them ahead of time? I mean, it literally blows me away at how some of these elected officials know nothing about very, very important issues, but then they come out and have this the most strongest, sternest opinion on it, and they're so stubborn, but they don't even they don't even educate themselves on the topic. It's unbelievable. Now, now does it literally blow you away, or does it figuratively blow you away? It figuratively blows okay. me away. Because it literally Brad Sherman can blow. Oh, never mind. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> it's just you know it, it it literally bothers me when people don't talk about things figuratively if they're actually being nobody crazy. says it figuratively blows me away nobody ever would say that no well just say it blows me away just don't say literally it literally i'm gonna say literally more hey folks keep a keep a note on how often i say literally now because i'm gonna say it more travis will send you bad coin uh, every time you email him to say uh he said literally he literally yeah. will hey, send it, you bad coin I literally will. If anybody could go back through and listen to all the ICO interviews and see who has more good questions. No, great uh, question. Mr. Joel Commerce and Travis. Great, great question. People they go, great question. That's a great question. You do. I would love to know the tally on that. You do. I think I do. You I think do. I bet I have like triple you. Yeah, that might be <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing. No, that, that might be accurate, uh, and, and I'm good with it. Might be accurate. It literally might be. It could figuratively be completely wrong. Moving right along now, uh, Fortune magazine has for the first time ever uh, put together a list of the top 40 under 40 in the uh the 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 finance and tech space and uh, brian armstrong of coinbase is number one uh vitalik buterin or buterin or however he pronounces his name is uh, number two of course ethereum and jihan wu uh, the biggest uh chinese miner magnet is number three Dude, this is awesome. Like, look at all these future bad crypto guests that are in. Yeah, there are. Well, of the ones that are on here, we've had, uh, oh, wow, we haven't had nearly as many as as I thought we did. In fact, these are all people that we need to get on the show. There you go. Uh, Literally slacking. Notes to our producer. uh, Contact each and every one of these, and let's get them on bad crypto. But you know what's not broken? The Robinhood app isn't broken. Uh, it's not broken. It's, I do enjoy the Robinhood app. This is it's kind of fun. yeah, because you can. It, they were the first ones to make it so you could invest in Bitcoin with uh, a tap, uh, you know, on your phone with no fees. And they have added support for Dogecoin to Robinhood. I thought it was a joke when I first heard it. Yeah. Did they have they added? Have they added Litecoin Yeah, Litecoin yet? and Bitcoin Cash were added. Oh, they just added. So now they have five total ones now then. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to check right cool. now. And- yeah, I'm gonna look, I don't know if I need to update the app or not. But actually, if you guys have uh, want to try Robinhood out, if you sign up from uh, badco.in forward slash Robinhood, uh, you will get a stock and we get a stock. And uh, that's pretty cool. It's actually like a little random thing. You could you could get an Apple. You could get a share of Apple. Like randomly, there's like one person out of every 200 that get a share of Apple or something. And a lot of times you get like a Sprint share or like uh, Zynga or something, uh, Groupon. One's at around five to ten bucks. But sometimes they'll pop up and you get one that's uh, 50 or 100, a couple hundred bucks. Sometimes it's crazy. Free's free. But uh, yeah, badco.in forward slash Robinhood and update the app. You can buy Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash uh bitcoin ethereum and dogecoin for no fees that's good such wow amaze meanwhile in the Uh the corporate world here's news from xbt.money uh singapore airlines 
launches blockchain-based loyalty wallet, co-developed by who? Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris Pay. Microsoft doing things. It's called Chris Pay. Chris I guess they have a. Chris Pay. They have a. <laughs> it's Chris Pay. Chris Pay cream. <laughs> Mm, they have this is so crispy singapore airlines loyalty program is called chris flyer k-r-i-s and they you earn chris miles and so chris pay allows you to convert uh, frequent flyer miles into digital chris pay miles that can be used to pay for retail purchases via a mobile app so make crypto Mm. That's so great. When I go to KFC, I always like to get Chris Pay chicken. I say, hey, I'd like a Chris Pay. If you don't mind, I'd be real good. Give us some barbecue sauce because I would like a Chris Pay. Uh, but yeah, so that's interesting. You know what? And people say blockchain, it's a fad. Crypto, it's a fad. Here are some of the biggest companies in the world. Microsoft. I mean, Google has some big initiatives going on on blockchain. Facebook has its own blockchain initiative. You mean to tell me when these big boys are getting in it that, that it's not, you know, it's not going to start hitting the mainstream in a big, big way here soon? Like, I would be so grateful if you're listening to this podcast right now, be grateful because you are at still the very early stages. A lot of people heard about crypto. They saw it on TV. They saw it on the Bitcoins was on the news and now it went away and they've not heard about it and they've not thought about it since then. And it's a big fad and it's bullshit in their mind. Well, guess what? It's not. And it's going to it's eventually going to be the de facto currencies are going to be digital money. And if you think otherwise, then you are just not a futurist like Mr. Joel Conrad. Well, and, you know, when we talk about people starting to pay attention, of course, you know, when we started the show, we spoke a lot about Jamie Dimon, Demon, the uh, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, and how opposed to Bitcoin and blockchain he was. Well, this story from CCN.com says, J.P. Morgan wants to use blockchain to issue ICO tokens. Huh. <laughs> he wants to host IPOs on a blockchain and they filed a patent in January and it was published by the US Patent and Trademark Office on Thursday giving them a patent to do IPOs on the blockchain. Imagine that. One of the very richest banks in the world, actually JP Morgan was one of the trustees of the Federal Reserve Bank. They invented fiat currency, JP Morgan and the rest of the cronies back in the day. If you've ever read The Creature from Jekyll Island, you'll learn all about that. And so it's funny how these guys get a patent to be able to host IPOs on the blockchain, which ICOs have been doing on Ethereum without a patent, hmm. I guess. Maybe they have a patent. How about that? And, and uh, some you know similar news from around the world and from other influential China. peoples. Yeah, from China. China. They want to do a, a smart city. What is that all about? Yeah, so Ethereum is entering China. They're creating the smart city of Xiongan, X-I-O-N-G-A-N. And I guess consensus is a part of this. So they're talking about, you know, China's doing this transportation and urban planning, and they just build cities. Like there are, I don't know if you guys have seen these like ghost cities of China, but they're so obsessed about GDP, gross domestic product, that they've built all of these cities all over the world. People don't even live in them yet. They're like, all right, we're going to build a city here. Like, Google. Yeah, there's, there's so many, dozens so of them. Just go to, go to YouTube and look up China ghost cities, and you're going to see something that you had no idea Wait. existed. Like cities that uh, like- that are, are are have more buildings than your typical 
uh, U.S. city, maybe not New York or Chicago, but just uh, they're bigger than Denver. They're bigger than than Dallas. These like they're skyscrapers and there's nobody living there. Nobody. It's unbelievable. Like they have capacity for like 12 to 15 million people. That's like what's in Manhattan and New York, the five boroughs. Right. It's unbelievable. And they're empty cities. Well, now what they're doing is they're building new cities. I, what it seems like to me from what I've from what I've gathered on this, there is an Ethereum focused venture studio uh, consensus, which you guys have heard about. Uh, you know, it's Joe Lubin and them. But they're working with this government and they have a um, uh, what is it? A memo of under of understanding uh, uh, MOU. And uh, they are beginning to uh, adopt blockchain and make this city that runs off of blockchain completely. Crazy. So, uh, you know, the headline, the byline here says where Facebook has failed, Ethereum finds a way. So it'll be interesting to watch this and see if their dream city can come to life mm-hmm. uh, using Ethereum. There's there's still a place. Yeah. And, and it's so great. Joe Lubin, he said this at the uh, Rise conference in Hong Kong, that uh, he believes that the world is moving towards a system of global villages where you can have decentralized governance. Now, having decentralized governance in some ways sounds really awesome, but guess who hates the idea of decentralized governments? Our centralized governments, right? You think China really is going to not want to have control and let decentralized governance happen? So it's going to be very interesting to watch how it all uh, pans out when they're developing these public projects and blockchain and building these smart cities that weave blockchain into everything. Going to be very, very interesting to keep an eye There's on. There's a few opinion pieces you might want to check out in the show notes. There's a video on Yahoo Finance uh, that Jonathan Corpina of Meridian Equity Partners was interviewed on Yahoo Finance to talk about how Bitcoin is slowly winning over regulators and, and Wall Street. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. But uh, uh, Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian has doubled down on his $20,000 Bitcoin price bet Uh, when did he say it would hit twenty thousand? before the end of the year right i believe so yeah he said he thinks bitcoin will hit twenty thousand before the end of the year that sure would be nice for it to pop up around there maybe even a little bit higher but who knows i mean i'm just glad to see it around 8200 right now quite frankly after seeing a dip into the 5000s you know 5800 56 and whatever it hit but there again we've had conversations about that that was bitcoin hitting that that triple bottom that we were talking about it did it and then now we had that one guy on with the Ichimoku, you know, conversation. That's what episode? I don't remember what episode that is. It might have been. I don't think it's already it was, come out. It was Ichimoku episode. Sued episode. It was the Ichimoku. But yeah, Bitcoin, like if you look at the Ichimoku cloud, it is all up in there. And it looks like if it busts through that, it is another day like yesterday. It's going to pop through the top of that. And then it just looks like it looks like it could be on a nice yeah, run. That's. According to the each, that's going to be episode 162, gang. Uh, we've got Josh Olswich coming on to talk about this, uh, this oh, yeah. trading style. Really cool. So you're going to you're going to enjoy that. Um, Ohanian is also predicting that Ethereum is going to hit 1500 before the end of the year. So, you know, just one person's prediction. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go that way or another. But, you know, here's a name that is well-respected in the crypto space, Mike Novogratz. He's a Bitcoin advocate, founder of Galaxy Digital, and he made a prediction that the crypto market cap would reach $800 billion by the end of this year. But he's revised it. He says now it will be within the next 12 months 
that Bitcoin, that the overall crypto market cap will hit 800 billion. Right now, it's at 300 billion. So it needs to go up 150% to, uh, to reach that. Yeah, and it reached that earlier though. It reached that whenever it was at yeah, its top, it did. right? In, in late December, early January. I don't remember exactly when that hit, but I think it was when Bitcoin went down, but all the alts took off. So I think it was in early January when that happened. And I would say this, I, I've not made any public predictions, but I'm going to go out on the limb here and Uh-oh. share this with all of you Uh-oh. out there, Mr. Joel Com. I think we will be sitting by the end of 2019. We will, I think we'll, I think within that December or November timeframe, we'll hit a trillion Yay! in market cap. I think it, it won't be within the year. I mean, it could be though. I mean, who knows about it? like, it could just tear all off. Right. Again. I- like, who would have thought that it would have gotten there? But I don't know. I, I think by the end of next year, we will see a trillion. Well, in that case, I'm going to go out on a limb, too, and I'm going to make a prediction, and that prediction is that anything could happen. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. pretty precise. We should put that on Augur that and see if the prediction comes can, true. can happen. I think it's true. Wow. You're so insightful. I tell you what, you've gotten smarter over the years. You know, one last piece that we're going to link here in the show notes, it's not so much uh, news as it is some really interesting data. There has been an updated chart on the size of the cryptocurrency bubble as compared to other market bubbles in a visualized form. Uh, You know, when we say $300 billion, that sounds like a lot of money, right? But Right now, mm-hmm. the value of all the gold in the world is estimated at $7.8 trillion, which is about 31 times the size of the entire crypto market. Yeah, check that out. And there's some other big numbers here, like how big is the stock market? $77 trillion. That's all the world stock markets, the global stock markets. Which is market. 10 times gold, all of, what about- right? So that's... 10 times times gold, gold, which means 300 and what, 30 times the size of the entire crypto market or in stocks. You are so good at the math. Oh, my God. Yes. They say here all the money in the world is 95 trillion, but the physical money is 43 trillion, Mm -hmm. right? And then real estate's a huge number too, 217 trillion. Uh, But that's not all of that's not the biggest. The biggest number, number the biggest is number? the debt of the world. It's uh, the largest part of the market is debt, which includes national debt, municipal bonds, mortgages, student loans. The the U.S. national debt is twenty one trillion dollars, but the global debt, which is the biggest number of all, is two hundred and forty seven trillion dollars. Eh, can I borrow a couple trillion? Good lord! See, that was one of the things that really, when I realized how much money there is, and then when you combine it all, I've also heard numbers of all the assets and the debt and all that's not even including the assets that people have or whatever, some other assets they might have. But I heard $1.4 quadrillion. And when you think about that and you're like, wow, $1.4 quadrillion worldwide. Wow. And how many million, how many millions of people, how many billion, seven, eight billion people, like literally each one of us could have a few million dollars if we like, you know, divided it all up. So I was figuring, well, why can't, why can't, you know, uh, become a millionaire someday? Why can't a lot of people become millionaires? And really, that's one of the things that uh, I like really doing the show about, I think about 10 years ago, I said, you know, I'd really like to help create a thousand millionaires somehow. And you know what, I think maybe indirectly, when it's all said and done, when crypto really blows up, and then all the people who've listened to the show and have invested because of listening to us and our silly antics, I think we probably will create more than a thousand millionaires. That's one thing that I, I think will be really awesome. And um, imagine our parties then, Mr. Joel Kahn. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, we have no idea. Unless you write us and tell us what the show means to you, we don't know. So please go to iTunes um, and review or review on Facebook or email us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, maybe we'll meet you at one of these events. In fact, World Crypticon is coming up. October 31st through November 2nd at the Aria Hotel in Las Vegas. And we're going to be there. Travis and I are emceeing the event. Uh, and World Crypticon is giving away a pair of tickets every week and then a grand prize package. This week, the lucky winner is Matt Elam. Matt Elam, you will be reached out to by the uh, the World Crypticon people how do you guys win well you have to be on our mailing list real simple go to badco.in forward slash wcc and just put in your your email there you'll get a weekly update from us we don't send out any other emails we don't spam you you'll just get the latest news from the republic of bad cryptopia and it and we do like know, what one one a week our newsletter it comes out with basically all this is that it? once a week and if you haven't secured your tickets yet for World Crypticon, what are you waiting for? Go to worldcrypticon.co forward slash bad. And this is going to be off the hook. Uh, the hook was once on the chain, but it's also off the chain. And I don't know, you know, if you're off the hook and off the chain, I don't know what else you're going to connect it to. Well, I do know that if you use that URL, worldcryptocon.co forward slash bad, it takes $100 off of the already low price. I think the price are going to increase here shortly. So, you know, I know some of you are like, oh, God, please, dear Jesus, can I just win? Please, I just want to win. How about just buy the tickets? And guess what? And if you do win some tickets, then bring some buddies with you. I mean, just yeah. secure them now. It makes sense. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. So great guests there. There's going to be this crypto ween, like this huge... Uh, party halloween party in las vegas at like this crazy venue um you know what are you gonna what are you gonna dress up as travis what are you gonna be i'm probably gonna dress up as pendulette that's cool i i think i've decided what i'm gonna do i've got a cool um willy wonka outfit Mm -hmm. and i got it because uh, i want to actually do a photo shoot um because i just i think willy wonka is one of my heroes and um uh, you know he's the perfect balance of genius fun and crazy and gene wilder though not johnny depp the johnny depp version never should have been made ever no way why would they just like remake a magical one like that like let's Stupid. redo the wizard of oz and put in yeah you know, well and they turned him into a pathetic creature too now roll doll uh, never liked the original movie, but we did, and so suck it, roll, um, even though I like James and the Giant Peach as well. WorldCryptoCon.co forward slash bad. Hope to see you guys there. I think I might I might uh, explore being a slightly overweight Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. That'll be really funny. With a goatee. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. That's going to wrap up bad news for today. Be sure to be around for our next episode. Andrew Gordon is going to be joining us to talk about crypto law and taxes. Oh, yeah. You guys want to hear this. this. You're not going to be happy, but you got to know it. You got to know it. All right, gang. Stay bad. Who's bad? 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.